Welcome to Storytime with Grandma Rachel. I'm Grandma Rachel, and it's time to settle in. Get comfy in your favorite overstuffed chair. Escape into your imagination and the power of story. Listen in or read along. The choice is yours. I hope you'll join in often because story time is one of the most memorable ways to share time with the people you love. Let's get started. The Dusk Howler, Chapter 5, The Trouble with Boys. Later that evening, back in their home den, the puppers were sharing stories about their adventure. Oh, that was fun. I hope we get to go back again before too long, commented Ella. Did you fellas have fun too? We did, said Everett. Spunky took us exploring along the Champlain Ridge, pointing out possible problems we could bump up against if we somehow end up there alone. Then we got to solution your possible solutions and try them out, said Eric. That sounds interesting, don't you think, Emmy? asked Ella. Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening, answered Emmy. I'm tired, I'm going to sleep. Good night. After the bicycle bell ping the next morning up, all of the puppers headed down to the clearing by the creek. Spunky was already rolling in the tall grass and Sparkle was chatting with Molly while Abby sketched. Emmy was unusually quiet and reluctant to chat about the visit. "'What's the matter, Emmy?' asked Sparkle. "'You seem disappointed. Alice said Clarissa has four kids and you learned a lot about climbing.' "'Oh, yes, we did. Clarissa and the kids were lovely,' said Emmy. "'Eli keeps criticizing me and ruining things.' "'Boys only tease girls when they're jealous about something,' said Sparkle." He's not teasing, he's being mean, said Emmy. Hey, Emmy, why are you sitting all alone in the shade? Come and swim with us, called Eli. No, thanks, I'm busy making up stories to tell later. Leave me alone, Eli, answered Emmy. Have it your way, said Eli. Don't say I didn't try. Please, Emmy, talk to Shine. You mustn't let Eli bother you. I'm sure she can help pleaded Sparkle as she watched a bubble form. Sparkle fluttered away with tiny tears welling up in her eyes. She cautiously picked up the freshly formed bubble and peered in to see the abandoned dream. Very sadly, Emmy had decided not to imagine stories anymore, and it was breaking her heart. Oh, how very sad, Sparkle thought as she gently gathered the first bubble given up by one of the puppers. She's too young to give up a bubble with such a lovely dream. I hope she reclaims it later. Emmy, come on, let's practice, called Ella. Maybe later. You go on without me. I'm going home, answered Emmy, discouraged, and she trotted back to the family den. Shine was surprised to see Emmy trot into the family den and curl up in her favorite corner. Hey, honey, what's the matter? asked Shine. Oh, nothing. Boys will be boys. Isn't that what they say? said Emmy. Well, some might, but not us, answered Shine. What has happened? I don't understand why Eli's being so mean. Who is he to say what I saw or didn't see? asked Emmy, starting to tear up. We had so much fun learning to climb and listen with our paws and feel with our ears. But I don't want to talk about it. He'll ruin it and make fun of me. 
He will be mean for no reason at all, Emmy said, starting to cry. Shine leaned in close to give Emmy a great big snuggle hug. Emmy, you never mind him. Don't you worry at all about what Eli or anyone else says, except me, of course, Shine said with a smile. Moon came in just at that moment looking for Emmy. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I can come back in a bit, Moon said. No, please, Montgomery. Emmy and I were just finishing up a little heart-to-heart about boys and how much trouble they can be at times. Shine smiled at Moon as she hugged Emmy a little tighter before excusing herself. Emmy, can you tell me more about the flat rock trail you saw in the moonlight the other night? Spunky and I have seen similar trails in the Champlain Hills and Ridges. You believe me? asked Emmy. Of course, why wouldn't I? Has someone told you I doubted you? asked Moon. Not really, but Eli is always teasing me about making up stories, said Emmy. Ah, that is why Shine was talking about the troublesome nature of boys, said Moon. You would not believe the trouble Spunky and I got into when we were your age, and honestly, it was usually Spunky's idea. He was such a... Please, Montgomery, interrupted Shine, this is not about you and Spunky and your childhood shenanigans. Emmy smiled and chuckled a bit. Right, um, where were we? asked Moon. You were asking about the Flat Rock Trail. I saw it, and then it wasn't there. And when I noticed the gate, I saw the Flat Rock Trail again. How can a trail vanish, then reappear, only to vanish again? We should have walked right over top of that gate with its twin lanterns on the way home yesterday morning, but it was nowhere to be seen. But it was plain as day the night before, honest. To clarify, what you actually mean is it was plain as moonlight, said Moon. Plain as moonlight? I don't understand, said Emmy. You saw the flat rock trail and the gate in the moonlight. These magic trails are hidden and are only seen in the moonlight. My darling, you have discovered a magic trail, explained Moon. So I wasn't imagining a disappearing trail, asked Emmy. No, my beautiful girl, you were not. But neither Spunky nor I have seen a gate anywhere along the flat rock trails. Have you seen any flat rock trails before our trip, asked Moon. No, but I wonder if there might be one over by the ancient cemetery, said Emmy. Oh, why do you think that, asked Moon. Well, we were over there against family rules, sorry, and I saw two pupper strangers trotting along the ridge, explained Emmy. But Eli accused me of making up stories to get us into trouble. Two unknown puppers trotting along a possible flat rock trail on the ridge by the ancient cemetery. That is very puzzling, Emmy. The Dusk Howler, Chapter 6, The Valley Fellas It's been weeks since we overheard the Outlander Pack's conversation with the Owl. How are we going to meet these Outlanders without leaving the Hidden Valley? Jake asked Richard. For starters, you are not. 
You almost gave us up that morning, snapping a branch as we hid in the bushes. They may be very dangerous, and the council will decide who and how many should explore further, answered Richard. Where will they start? asked Jake. Probably through the gate near the Twin Rainbow Falls, at the edge of the Champlain Field that was restored with the Great Flood, said Richard. Why? asked Jake. That doesn't make any sense. It's very far from where we overheard the Outlander pack talking with the owl. They said they were going to the Twin Pine Valley, which is nowhere near the Twin Rainbow Field, argued Jake. And Charles and I saw one of the puppers over by the ancient cemetery. When was that? asked Richard. Were you two breaking the rules again? Yes, about a month ago, maybe a little longer, sighed Jake, caught in a lie. Someone needs to investigate. Times have changed since the weird wave. Charles and I are trying to locate the Dusk Howler. The Dusk Howler? What are you talking about, Jake? asked Richard. We used to hear solitary howls very occasionally from somewhere in the Champlain Hills and Ridges. Those stopped after the weird wave, said Jake. The weird wave, is that what it's been dubbed by you and your brothers, chuckled Richard? That is not the point. The howls have started again more frequently than before, explained Jake, and they usually occur at dusk and are coming from somewhere by the ancient cemetery. Now that we have seen and overheard that the Outlander pack is from the forest, said Charles, who was listening to the conversation, it makes much more sense to start the search where we saw the Outlander pack. We have explored the area around the Twin Rainbow Field more extensively than near the ancient cemetery, answered Richard. Exactly, and you have yet to find anything or anyone, argued Jake. You're wasting your time. Richard believed the boys were right. He told the council what he had overheard that morning hiding in the thick bushes over by the ridge near the ancient cemetery when the outlanders chatted with an owl. It's a sad memory, our village lost. Yes, very sad. Sad memories are the most important memories. Our memories of the village make the forest more meaningful. But the council preferred to explore the twin rainbow fields, unwilling to waver. Well, I'm not waiting for the council, grumbled Jake. You too can come with me or not, but I'm going tonight, and I won't be back before the gate locks itself up for the night. The council will be really upset with us if we defy their orders, argued Charles. No doubt, argued Jake. They do not want to admit that times are changing. We should start over by the ancient cemetery, said Jake. From there, we should explore towards the forest, not the ridge that divides the Champlain Hills and Ridges. The puppers said they were going on an adventure, not going home. Okay, okay, so I won't let you go alone, said Charles, though I expect I will regret this. Oh, I'm in too, added Gus. Someone needs to keep the peace between you two. Just before dusk, the three brothers trotted off to the tunnel leading to the gate by the ancient cemetery. They pushed through the gate and it closed with a gong and a click, then disappeared. It wasn't quite dusk yet, and the boys trotted along the ridge towards the ancient cemetery. This way, 
whispered Jake, starting down the trail leading to the tombstone. Why are you whispering, asked Gus. Hmm, good point. We don't need to hide as yet, said Charles. We didn't need to hide when we explored the ancient cemetery. We won't need to whisper until we get closer to the forest. But much to their surprise, when they got to the tombstone, they heard laughing and giggling coming from further up the ridge. Shh, whispered Jake. Hide, someone's coming. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I'm Grandma Rachel, and I believe adventure has a way of finding those who look for it. Will you dare to look? Remember, your imagination is brilliant. Use it every single day. Until next time, this is Grandma Rachel. See you soon.